Bavakama, Perik Dalad, Mishnehei, more on animals killing people. Now, there's really two separate components to consider in such an unfortunate event, a nightmarish event. Uh, the first is what happens to the animal, and we already sort of said that indirectly in the previous Mishnah, um, but I'll speak it up more fully here. In the event the animal intended to um, kill a person, so the animal gets skila, we, we stone us, we kill the animal. Uh, separately, the question is, well, what about the person who owned the animal? What kind of restitution does he make in the event that his animal killed somebody? God forbid. So uh, the answer is it depends. If the animal was a tom, so then the person wasn't especially, you know, reckless, irresponsible, and basically he won't make any payment in terms of um, for the dead person. Okay, you can't bring the person back, and we're not going to sort of minimize um, their death by making uh, any kind of financial payment, kind of like Kimli de Rabmini. However, if the animal was a muad, so then really the owner was like grossly negligent, and he is like, he's bearing a lot of responsibility here. And although he won't be actually executed, and notwithstanding how the Pusik reads, and I'll read the Pusukim inside in a moment, um, the Drasha is from Elser, when it talks about the murderer being executed, it had to be a real murderer, and the owner of a animal which goes and kills is not really a murderer. Therefore, he um, will be subject to um, what's like a death penalty but at the hands of heaven. Uh, notwithstanding, he can um, expiate that, he can get like a kapara and atone for that to not face this um, this heavenly death penalty by making what's called a co-fair payment. Co-fair payment is like an atonement payment, um, which somehow like acts as some, some way, some you know, mitigating factor, some kind of, um, you know, it's, it's, it staves off the consequences of being um, liable to death at the hands of heaven. Interestingly, um, the Gemara's Machlokas, um, how that kofar payment is calculated, Quentra Bikiva, it's actually based on the value of the owner of the cow himself. Like if he would be sold in a slave market, how much would he pay? Uh, how much would he be purchased for? So he makes that payment as restitution, if you will, as like a kofar payment um, to uh, the heirs of the dead person. Um, so you see, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's directly talking about somehow atoning for his own life, kind of like when you, you know, do kaparos on Erev uh, Yom Kippur, that kind of thing. Uh, according to Rabbi Shimon, the halach, actually, the calculation of the kofar payment is based on the the value, if you will, of the person who died, if he had been sold like an open market. But again, there's no thought that you're somehow actually paying to replace him. It's just... You can't compensate for the loss of a life. It's just that to effect atonement for yourself, the Torah to give some amount, and therefore the amount given is uh, the value of of the person who died. Uh, that's the calculation. Now, in the end of the parsha, which I'll show you inside in a moment also, uh, we talk about what happens if the victim actually is property. So that means it's a person, but he's an evid or an ama, so he's owned by a master. So now, um, if you would be paying the owner the value of the dead slave is what he would have been sold on the open market, that sure looks and feels like you're making direct restitution as if you're like replacing the, as if the person who now died, the human being that died, can be replaced uh, with money. And that, of course, is a terrible affront, offense to to the per- the fact that this person is telling Elohim, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an Evid Kanani, um, but he's a human being. Uh, and you can't just give money to replace. And therefore the Torah um, gives like a flat amount um, which the Torah, the Pasuk says is Shloshim Shekel. The Mishra calls it Shloshim Slaim, 30 Shekel, 30 Slaim. It's the same amount of payments, of value, of silver. The point is that um, the Torah gives a sort of a fixed amount, not taking into consideration the actual like, slave market value of the person who was killed. 
so no one should think we shouldn't feel that you're somehow paying for the dead body because that you know as a human being is of infinite immeasurable value but there's something has to be paid um and it's again to affect some kind of atonement the person who was essentially grossly negligent by allowing his killer animal to kill somebody he has to do something and this is what the torah's prescription for that something is okay so let me read the psukim inside so you see them the first Pasuk here, we're reading from uh, Parshat Mishpatim, Perk Chaf Aleph, Pasuk Chaf Ches, 21-28. And the first Pasuk here is talking about a Tam. So it says, V'chiyigach shor es ish o es isha, if uh, ox gores a man or a woman, v'meis, and then the man or woman dies, so kol yisakel hashor. The, the bull itself, the cow, gets um, killed by a stoning. V'lo yeachel es besaro, its meat can't be eaten. It's asr bahana. We said that elsewhere. Uval hashor naki. And as for the owner of the bull, he's considered to be innocent. Uh, he's like sort of innocent because it's a tam. So he wasn't negligent in letting, you know, this is a terrible thing that happened, but it wasn't his fault. Then Pasuk Chavtes now talks about if we have a muad. Ve'im shor nagach hu mitmol shilshom. If you have a gore that's been goring from yesterday and the day before, meaning now it's gored three times, v'huad b'ba'alav, and the owners have been put on notice, making this into a mood, v'lo yishmarenu, and they don't guard the, this killer cow properly, v'heimes ish o isha, and then the cow goes and kills a man or woman, hashor yisakel, first of all, the cow, of course, gets killed if it somehow managed um, to survive being a um, three times being put on notice and turning it from a tom to a muad, however that would happen, it escaped judgment somehow. yumas. But now says the Pasuk, literally, so too um, the owner of the cow shall die. But as I said before, this is a misabide shemaim. It's, it's not an earthly penalty, but a, a one carried out um, by the heavenly court, so to speak. Based That's learned not based on Joshua because it says... Um, it says, Mos yumas hamake rotseachu. Um, you have to kill the murderer because he is a rotseach. He's a murderer. Which means if this guy in our pasuk, that's a pasuk elsewhere, talking about rotsicha, murder. But here, this person is not a rotseach. He's just a negligent, a grossly negligent guy who owned a killer cow and didn't protect him from hurting people. So since he didn't prevent him from hurting people, so he is like liable to death at the hands of heaven. But then, im kofer yushas alav. Now the word im usually means like if. But uh, in the context here, Rosh speaks out, it's not if, but kind of like when, which also Imda sometimes. So then, a kofar yushas alav, like some sort of like um, atonement payment shall be applied, apo- imposed upon him, the owner. He has to make the full atonement payment um, to like redeem his soul from that liability. Whatever is, you know, whatever the Bezin values uh, against him. So again, Lalacha will be the value of the dead person. Um, that's the amount of payment that the owner of the cow has to pay to attain, to achieve this atonement. Oven yigach, obas yigach. It doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl, like meaning a minor. Of course, they have, like, they're not obligated mitzvahs yet, but it's also um, still a, pe- a penalty of, same penalty as the others. Kemishpat hazeh yaselo. The same judgment goes in terms of the kofar payment. Vim eved yigach hashor o ama. But if the victim of this bull is a slave, male or female slave, then kesef shloshim shkalim yiten ladonav. Then a payment of thirty shekel shall be paid to the owner of the slave. Vashor yisakel, and still, of course, the the cow is stoned. So those are the psukim. That's the idea. The Mishnah says inside. Uh, it's again. It's a. It's a five. 
Mishnah Hey four five Hashorsh Nagach Es Adam Vameis. If a bull gores a person and the person dies, so Muad. If the cow was a Muad, so first of all Mishalim Kofer. Then the owner of the cow must make this Kofer payment, like I described before. The Tom, if the cow had been a Tom, so then um, the owner is Pater in a Kofer. He doesn't have to pay this for this restitution of this atonement payment because he wasn't like grossly negligent. The Zevezeb, but whether or not the cow was a Tom or a Muad, Chayavim Misa, the cow um, should be executed. The Chen Beven, the Chen Bavas, the same is true if the victim is a child. Again, even though the child is. Not high of mitzvahs, still the full kofar payment is required in the event uh, that the cow um, was a, was a muad. Nagach evadoama, if the cow killed uh, a slave, a male or female slave, then nosen shloshim slaim, then the owner of the cow will pay 30 slaim. The shekel of the pasuk is the same as the sela of the Mishnah. Um, in the Mishnahic talk, a sela is worth four dinar, for what it's worth. But says the Mishnah here, Bain shu yafa me'ad mane. It doesn't matter if the actual value of the murdered slave, the killed slave, was worth me'ad um, mana. That means like a, a hundred times a hundred dinar, ten thousand dinar. Or if it's worth one dinar, it makes no difference. Meaning, no matter what the actual value of the slave was, more or less than 30 slum makes no difference. As a fat payment of 30 slum, as um, required to sort of achieve kapara for the owner of the cow.